we'd like to welcome you to our health corner for January 29th, 2016. And uh, this particular health corner covering kind of a myriad of different subjects, switching gears a lot. The first report or series of reports are regarding this whole Zika virus that is now like front page news everywhere and uh, wanted to do kind of a brief study to give some clarity regarding that. This particular report is entitled The Virus versus Humanity Zika on the Loose. It's become the latest megavirus to spread to countries around the world and like the deadly Ebola virus that was just recently declared contained, though its disease killed someone in Sierra Leone after the declaration was made, its spread has stumped medical investigators. As reported by the Washington Post a few days ago, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC, conf confirmed that a dozen cases of the Zika virus had been found in the United States as the agency further expanded an advisory telling pregnant women to avoid traveling to countries that are experiencing additional outbreaks. What is the Zika virus? Uh, from the Post Health section, we read, The virus was diagnosed in 1947 in a feverish... Reese's monkey living in the Zika forest of Uganda. Evidently, that's what they call it, Zika. <clears throat> but until 2007, scientists knew of only 14 human cases of the disease. That year, it arrived on the travel brochure Perfect Yap Island in the southwestern Pacific Ocean. But within three months... Nearly three-quarters of the island's 11,000 or so residents, uh, older than three, had been infected. Initially, the patients experienced fever, joint pain, and eye inflammation, but eventually they also contracted a red, bumpy rash. Some complained of swollen hands and feet, while others threw up. Then in 2013, <clears throat> so we're going forward another six years, Zika popped up again, this time in Tahiti and other parts of French Polynesia. An estimated 28,000 people, or 11% of the population of those islands, felt sick enough with the virus to seek medical care. <clears throat> By 2014, it was showing up in several other South Pacific spots, New Chalcedonia, east of Australia, the Cook Islands, and earlier in the year, Easter Island, which marked the official arrival of the disease in the Americas, since that remote island is part of Chile. Zika showed up in Brazil in May. Indeed, the CDC initially listed 14 countries as danger zones for Zika, but added eight more in recent days. Nations from the Caribbean, South America, Polynesia, indicating it's spreading rapidly. The American agency is currently working with health officials in Brazil in search of a link between the virus, which is spread by mosquitoes, and a rare con condition known as Guillain-Barre syndrome, which often leads to paralysis, which one of the main side effects of vaccinations going all the way back into the, even the, the 70s is Guillain-Barre syndrome, where you get vaccinated and, wow, I've got Guillain-Barre syndrome. Sometimes it gets better, sometimes it doesn't. <clears throat> but that's a huge thing that vaccines cause. So with what we're going to be reading about Zika, I'm just very suspicious that this Zika virus may have been created in a laboratory to begin with and released and then blamed upon originally the Reese's monkey, which coincidentally enough, one of the substrates 
that is grown upon, that, that is used in a lot of different vaccines, is disease green Reese's monkey kidneys. You've probably heard me mention that before. That's one of the uh, one of the many witchcraft brew-like substrate mediums that the vaccine, uh, whether it be uh, viruses, things of this nature, are literally grown upon, just like they'll use aborted babies to culture their vaccines off of. Human diploid cells is how it reads in the PDR, the physician's desk reference. So I'm very suspicious of this. There's too many parallels with all the the vaccines. And as we're going to see, I don't want to give anything away right yet, but we're going to see it gets even worse with my suspicions. Brazil is ground zero for the Zika outbreak. Now hold on. This was in originally, we're looking at, discovered in the forest of Uganda, but it didn't sound, at that point only 14 human cases of the disease were known to exist up until 2007. It was originally found in 1947 in a feverish rhesus monkey living in Zika forest of Uganda. Then we go... Uh, to the Yap Island in the southwestern Pacific Ocean. Southwestern. And that was where the, the, the next, well, the, real, the first real outbreak ever occurred. 11,000 11, or so residents older than three had been infected. Then it pops up again in 2013 in Tahiti in French Polynesia. <clears throat> okay. But we're talking like the South Pacific, the Western South Pacific. Now, all of a sudden, it's in Brazil. Quite a leap. Well, yeah, well, with air travel, okay, I, I get that. But it just seems kind of weird to me. Then with all of these things, with the whole, that I just mentioned with Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is a, and then and the, the Reese's monkey, this is not passing the smell test, or however you want to put it, at all. Now, Brazil, all of a sudden, is ground zero for the Zika outbreak, health, health officials have said. But now they're investigating another twist in the puzzle. A link between the virus and a rare birth condition known as microcephaly. Now, hold on. That wasn't, I don't think, by any, anything that I've read, anything I've examined, that wasn't occurring before when you had the other outbreaks in the South Pacific, in these other islands that I had mentioned. That didn't seem to be occurring. Now all of a sudden there's another twist in the puzzle of the Zika virus, which is also, you know, obviously very suspicious right off the bat with all the things I've mentioned. So now all of a sudden it's producing this other horrific side effect. A link between the virus and a rare condition known as microcephaly. Brazil has experienced almost 3,900 cases of this, quote, rare disease since October. Babies involved have suffered serious brain damage. Now, I'm going to get go back to Brazil in a minute, so kind of hang with me. <clears throat> in recent days, health officials in a number of countries have begun to warn women to consider delaying pregnancy. Oh, delaying pregnancy. Hmm. Does that fit in with any of the 
New World Order parameters about reducing world population to 500 million in perpetual balance of nature, the first commandment of the Georgia Guidestones, the Ten Commandments of the New World Order? Yeah. Kind of does. They've begun to warn women to consider delaying pregnancy. Huh. Then, it says, since they're so worried about containing the virus, those countries include Brazil, Colombia, El Salvador, Jamaica, um, an estimated 80% of people infected have no symptoms. So this isn't like Ebola, where it's like, you know you got it, and it's a dice shoot if you're even going to live. You know, particularly untreated. No, in this case, an estimated 80% of people infected have no symptoms, making it difficult for pregnant women to know whether they have been infected, which would even make it more of a, well, I shouldn't get pregnant because I don't even know if I have it, or maybe I'll be exposed while I'm pregnant, maybe I'll be around somebody that doesn't know they have it, they have it while I'm pregnant, therefore then I'll give it to my baby. So can you see how this could potentially slow birth rate down to like an almost standstill in a lot of these countries wouldn't it just make sense even if you knew you didn't have it you don't know if you're going to be exposed to somebody that has it 80 percent of the people that have it don't even know it's like the ultimate satanic weapon to discourage pregnancies what i could see at present, the known U.S. cases were probably caused by people who were traveling to the affected countries and were bitten by mosquitoes. Still, there is some thought that the U.S. may be experiencing its own freestanding outbreak. <clears throat> Could be. Brazil is spending scarce resources to battle the disease. So far, the country has spent about $300 million to battle it. Sending troops door-to-door -to, -door to destroy places where mosquitoes may breed. Oh, good. Let's get the military involved with door-to-door -door eradication. Another draconian piece of the puzzle that fits very nicely with their satanic agenda. <clears throat> a guy named Paulo Zanotto, a microbiology professor at the University of Sao Paulo and coordinator of 42 laboratories studying the Zika, told the Post, quote, We never paid too much attention to the virus i'm really worried because we have no idea of the amount of spread well that's comforting brazil health officials believe that there are currently somewhere between 400,000 and 1.4 million zika cases in that country of about 200 million so that's quite a bit of spread U.S. health officials have said that Zika may be responsible for a baby born with microcephaly in Hawaii recently. The first such case in the U.S. officials believe that the mother may have caused the disease while living in Brazil last spring. So the babies are born with microcephaly, meaning their, their heads are reduced in size and their brains are reduced in size. It's like a, a severe form of brain damage essentially so i mean i would imagine just severe mental retardation and i would also assume a much decreased lifespan so it would be very very terrifying for a parent to think that they were going to have child with that um 
malady. Now, my comment is, once again, thank you, Bill Gates. Now, as far as I know, other than my listener who emailed me about this, I haven't seen one report in the alternative health scene that has connected this dot I'm, I'm ready to give you. Not one. And they should be, because this was, it wasn't like this was hidden. I said, once again, thank you, thank you, Bill Gates. The Zika virus only started to propagate after he released his genetically modified mosquitoes in Brazil. See, the Zika virus didn't do this before. But what I think the, that Satan did is in the laboratory, he used Bill Gates and his satanic cohorts to tweak the virus so that it would start producing this horrific side effect with this really satanic outcome. All by design. A listener in Brazil emailed me on December 9th, 2015. Fabiana, GM mosquitoes spreading birth defect in Brazil. And she says, hello, Dr. Johnson. Maybe the mainstream media in the U.S. is not talking about it, but the GM mosquitoes, genetically modified, created by Bill Gates and released here in Brazil last year, is proving to be a disgrace. Before these GM mosquitoes were released, we never had a single case of the Zika virus. A year later now, the country is facing a severe epidemic of microcephaly, a birth defect where the baby's brain does not develop. The OMS is even asking Brazilian women to not get pregnant as the risk is very high. And guess what? Bill Gates' company is planning to release the very same GM mosquitoes in other countries, including the U.S. I think they may have already released some in the Keys. The situation reminds me of this, what the scripture says, that woe unto pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days, for there will be great distress in the land. Yeah, so here's another, um, this is more fruit that Bill Gates has produced that he'll be very, very happy to pay for in hell and the lake of fire for all of eternity. So I, I wish Bill could get a good glimpse of, of what his future life will be like in hell and the lake of fire from what him and all of his satanic minions going about doing just evil for the sake of being evil yeah so this is what we have going on here with this just top report now on cnn and drudge off and on the top report but now it's you know the next report, and I'm just going to read you a paragraph here, Zika could become a pandemic. U.S. scientists have urged the World Health Organization to take urgent action over the Zika virus, which they say has an explosive pandemic potential. Writing in a U.S. medical journal, they called on the WHO to heed lessons from the Ebola outbreak and convene an emergency committee of disease experts. The only problem is, is they're the ones that are trying to propagate it. <laughs> they're the evil minions, supposedly acting like the good guys when the exact opposite is reality. They said a vaccine, oh good, might be ready for testing in two years. But it could be a decade before it's publicly made available. Oh, shucks. Man, that, that hurts. A decade. Man. 
I just, I can't wait to roll up my sleeve right now. I mean, I want one now. Just give me the preliminary one. Well, I'll take whatever you got, you know. Microchips and all. I mean, why not? More the merrier. Anyway, so yeah, this is what they're saying about this. And then it's just report after report after report. I, I list some of the most recent reports here. If you want to explore this further, Zika worries go viral. Zika virus spreading explosively. Brazil sends 200,000 soldiers to stop the spread of Zika. Soldiers. Why is that necessary? Why are people coming in with probably full auto guns, machine guns or whatever? Well, I think it's to get you used to the precedent of that dynamic happening over and over and over again. The government using the military in order to supposedly protect us and force their will upon us. Now, we're not going to be seeing as much of this right now because it's still winter here. But when we get into spring and summer, this may explode here in America. I mean, the birth rate's already massively down as it is. The way it's going, even on planet, well, in America in particular, the way the birth rate is, there's not enough births that are happening right now to sustain the population the population will eventually collapse with the current birth rate that is that is in effect right now every the the couples that are producing i don't know on average less than two children when you have that dynamic going on that a society will eventually collapse and that's what's already happening they're doing about everything they could possibly do to destroy fertility as it is, but now they're going to throw this into the mix and all of the other nefarious things they're doing as well. The two hundred thousand soldiers to spread the stop of uh, stop the spread of Zika, they're doing house to house inspections. We already went over that. Stay and then it says stay away from Rio if you're pregnant. Uh, they're losing the battle against the mosquito against Bill Gates' GM GMO mosquito Franken mosquito. Virus threatening two continents. Puerto Rico latest to warn against getting pregnant. So this is already a unmitigated disaster. And I have no idea how much worse this is going to get. And just from, I mean, this doesn't look like it's going around killing a lot of people though. To me, it doesn't look. It's not like Ebola, where you know you've got these just. I mean, eighty percent of the people have it. Don't even know they have it. No, it's not even in the same stratosphere. But. The GM part of it, the GMO part of it, is what I am extremely uh, apprehensive about. Because I, I don't know what maybe long term that would do to somebody that had contracted it. You know, who knows? We know what it's doing short term to a pregnant, but what would it do maybe long term? getting this virus from one of these GMO mosquitoes. I don't know. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ is bigger than all of that. He can protect you from these things. You can ask for protection. You know, have the faith to believe he can do that. I'm just saying, I don't really know. I, I just know it's satanic. It's, it's bad. So, I emailed Invive about this, Invive Silver, and I asked them, because I, this is new to me. This one's new to me. I hadn't dealt with it ever before. And I said, this is the number one report on drudge right now, and it's getting worse. You have a protocol for this. 
and I, I sent them some of the headlines. They emailed me back, and it says mosquito-borne viri virus are has have always been easily treatable with Invive, and the same is for dengue fever and chikungunya. Those are those are like if you look at the strengths that are listed and descriptions at dr-symboljohnson.com you go to the order page you don't have to order there but you can look at like what each strength does and dengue fever and those they're at the highest highest level you have to use the highest highest strength to go after them 10,700 part per million es es stands for extra strength there's another proprietary ingredient in that in the 5700 and the 10,007 ES that provides greater penetration of the silver into the body. That's why it's more expensive. That's why it's a little bit higher strength. It's Anyway, the 107 is the one listed for dengue fever. So evidently, it's in the same family as that in Chukununga virus. And then it, he goes on to say, that is why the U.S. government would not allow the colloidal silver to be shipped to Africa. Uh, and he says, just Google those words. Okay, I guess that's where the dengue fever and chikungunya are more prevalent. Dosage is important. Mosquito-borne viruses have been linked to brain damage in thousands of babies in Brazil. There is no vaccine or treatment for Zika, which is a close cousin of the dengue and chikungunya. And this is the protocol they list. And, you know, listen, I'm just passing this on. I'm not saying run out and buy a whole bunch of 10-7. It's not practical for most people. It's the most expensive strength that they have. And remember, I'm not the company. I'm not in Vive. I've just endorsed them for a number of years. And, I, I mean, I'm still endorsing them. It's just that, you know, I don't, I'm not the one that makes the protocols up for a specific problem the the dosage is uh 15 cc's or one measuring tablespoon uh every four hours oh okay it says of the ten thousand. okay i was wrong it was ten thousand, not ten seven ten thousand till asymptomatic now that that's cool i mean oh uh, if you had it you took a tablespoon of the 10,000 every four hours till asymptomatic. I'm sorry, I was wrong about the 10. I mean, what I said about the 10,000 was true, but it's 10,000 ppm they list. But then it says treat for one month. <laughs> After all, symptomatology is gone to make sure you've killed it all. Okay, that's what they're saying. It's not what I'm. I mean, I think you could probably be asymptomatic with a tablespoon of 10,000 every four hours and yes you're supposed to wake yourself up every four hours i asked him about it i think you could be asymptomatic in one to two to three days but then you got to do it for another month uh anyway so that's what they said i'm not you know i do believe if you took something like the whole food selenium that i have that doubles the kill rate of viral replication basically it, it, it halves it or quarters it or it's it's a pretty major effect um that would be something that would be synergistic so maybe you wouldn't need as much potentially uh the the, the weird thing about it this stuff is that you know 80 percent of the people that get it don't even know they have it so it's not like you know oh my word i've got this thing and it's gonna kill me well 80 percent that get it don't even know they have it 
And then the other 20 will present with, they get, but I guess the thing about it, the unknowns, the variables here are number one, now we have the GMO aspect to deal with. Thank you, Bill Gates. And number two, now the microcephaly thing for, okay, if I get it and I'm, I'm around my pregnant wife, how, you know, and then it has this effect on her baby, then see, that's a whole other can of worms or I'm around somebody pregnant at all. Obviously, you wouldn't want to hurt their baby. So that's the, the new monkey wrench that have been thrown into things now that all of a sudden this virus is causing this horrific abnormality with, with the babies, with the pregnant women. So anyway, I wanted to at least touch on that. I, I do have a more full Zika protocol you want it i'll email me out i'll send it to you um regarding that the next report deadly pandemic virus capable of wiping out humanity intentionally created by a u.s scientist this just came out today this report i've reported on things like this before but it gets more insane as i report on these subjects so proceeding uh this is from Natural News. A real-life plague of this devastating magnitude is now a very real possibility thanks to the machinations of a deranged U.S. scientist out of Wisconsin who has successfully manufactured a deadly flu strain that completely bypasses the human immune system. Well, I mean, I can't think of a smarter thing you could possibly want to whip up. I mean, you know. His name is Sh Yoshihiro... Kawakoa, I don't know. The University of Wisconsin-Madison, who actually he works for, actually pays him to deconstruct viruses in order to reassemble them into highly lethal strains capable of killing off large numbers of humans. The UK's Independent reports that this doctor has now successfully manipulated the 2009 H1N1 flu strain which I did, I don't know how many teachings on that. You just key in H1N1 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You can hear them. Uh, but he's successfully manipulated the 2009 H1N1 flu strain to evade the human immune system, rendering individuals completely vulnerable to, to disease and death. Now, in this case, I will say that if they figured out a way to do this, outside of the Lord Jesus Christ intervening in either protecting you or healing you. The only thing that I know of that would kill it would be the Invive mild silver protein. I would say at bare minimum 5,000 part per million. If, you, if they actually introduce something like this into the environment, I would use the highest strength I could get. 10-7. Yes, on that. Because you have to understand... You could take all the echinacea, you could take all the vitamin C, all the selenium, all the vitamin D3 in the world. You have to understand, those act upon your primary immune system, meaning they feed your primary immune system to ramp up to kill what you're dealing with. Silver, colloidal silver, acts differently. It acts as a secondary immune system that is independent of your own immune system. So in that case, even if they had 
figured out, like they've manipulated the 2009 H1N1 flu strain to evade the human immune system, rendering individuals completely vulnerable to diseases. In that case, the only thing I know of, like I said, outside of Jesus Christ healing you or protecting you, or you just staying out of the path of that thing, not, not exposing yourself, the only thing that I know of that would go after that is the silver, because it's the only thing I know of that can actually act as a secondary immune system in the body. And according to the studies, March 1978 issue of Science Digest in the article Our Mightiest Germ Fighter, they reported an, an antibiotic kills perhaps half a dozen different disease organisms, but silver kills some 650. Resistant strains fail to develop. So that's important because we have all of these super strains now that are out there because of the over-abuse of antibiotics. Now they've got these strains like MRSA, multiple resistant Staph aureus is what that stands for, and all of these other ones that the antibiotics hardly can even do anything against now. But with silver, resistant strains fail to develop. So it's going to keep working no matter what. UCLA Medical Center said colloidal silver killed every virus that was tested in the lab. So that's why you know, I recommend that. So let's go further here. Kawakoa has genetic, genetically manipulated the 2009 strain of the pandemic flu in order for it in order for it to escape the control of the immune systems neutralizing antibodies. Total insanity. Mad scientist stuff here. Effectively making the human population defenseless against its reemergence. The ultimate kill weapon right there. The ultimate kill weapon. Your immune system doesn't even work against this. Doesn't matter how ramped up your own immune system is. We're going to bypass it. So, Kawakawa, Kawakoa deliberately tried to recreate the deadly Spanish flu, 1918-1919 Spanish flu, that killed millions. I did a 14-city tour back in 06, you know, on this specific subject, avian flu killer of millions. I don't know if you can get it, I think you can still get it from the Prophecy Club, I think. Um... But that, and, and there are, sometimes you'll see it up on YouTube. But I did my own, it's just that it's a PowerPoint. Oh, you're hearing my voice in the background, but you're, you're, um, you're seeing the PowerPoints in the thing. And I, I give you a link to that here in, in, in a little bit here if you want to avail yourself to that. But similar experiments on the bird flu and the infamous 1918 Spanish flu have taken place at Dr. Kawakoa's lab in the past which was constructed with taxpayer dollars to the tune of $12.5 million. Known as the Institute for Influenza Virus Research, the lab was designed with a biosafety level 3 agriculture protection, which is one notch below the highest level for the most dangerous known pathogens such as Ebola. But his latest work took place in the lower biosafety lab, level 2. Ah, you know what, you know, it just bypasses the immune system. We'll have no defense against it, by and large. Nobody will. Why not push the envelope and we'll move it up to the biosafety lab level two? Why not just do it out in the parking lot? You know? Really throw chance to the wind. You know? 
Come on, live a little. So this, uh, which many critics say is irresponsible and highly dangerous, meaning doing it in the bio-level safety 2 lab. Though the stated purpose for such outrageous research is to discover how viruses mutate in order to develop more effective vaccines, the potential for this and other deadly viruses to escape the lab and spread throughout the public is a definite possibility, as demonstrated by the recent anthrax scare at a U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention lab near Atlanta. Now, remember, I've talked a lot lately about the time the, the clock is ticking, and if Obama is bound and determined to stay in office and his handlers... His Illuminati, satanic handlers, want him to stay in office. This is all it would take. One pandemic of this magnitude. And we're under martial law. We've got troops going door to door. We've got forced vaccinations. We've got all that scenario. And Obama gets to stay in indefinitely. Now, I'm not saying that to be doom and gloom. It's something we should pray against in these types of things. But it is one way. I mean, I've talked a lot lately about the whole Muslim angle true they could be the thing it's blamed on maybe they could say well they released some pathogen that they created in whatever that way they kill two birds with one stone blame it on the muslims and then how they're pandemic or some biological agent that's released going further uh let's see where i left off here Um, okay, he took the 2009 pandemic flu virus and selected out strains that were not neutralized by the human antibodies. Stated one unnamed scientist who was present at a recent speech Dr. Koakawa gave about the project. He repeated this several times until he got a real humdinger of a virus. He basically got a known pandemic strain that is now resistant to vaccination, like it would have, like a vaccination would have had an effect on it anyway. Vaccinations is the very thing that caused the Spanish flu of 1918-19, and that was proven in first-hand accounts. People that were, quote, hale and hearty one day got vaccinated and were dying of the Black Death the next day. They made whatever they put in that vaccine way too aggressive. They, didn't, they hadn't refined things then. It would be like going now and getting a flu shot and walking around at the door and dropping dead. Now, I know that happens with children with certain vaccines or they'll go right into paralysis in, in the elevator ride down and, and you know stuff like this but it was happening to even adults who had fully developed immune systems back in 1918 1919 but they had a lot better control of putting lids on things i mean they didn't have the media that we have today so they were able to keep a lid on it a lot better anyway if you want to know more about that yeah try, try to view my my teaching on um and I give you the link here. I give you the PowerPoint, which is basically the PowerPoint presentation I did in Topeka, Kansas, when they recorded that back in 06. But it's more expanded. It's actually, there, there's more to it. I added to it quite a bit. So I think it's a much better one than I did then. Uh, so this guy who saw one of this Dr. Koakawa's presentations says he's basically got a known pandemic strain that is now resistant to vaccination. Everything he did before was dangerous, but this is even madder. This is a virus. Okay, so I give you the uh, the links to my free uh, Dr. Johnson presentation, Avion Bird Flu, What to Expect, How to Prepare. Now, the thing is, is 
this was done, I don't know, 07, 08, but it's just as pertinent today as it was then. You know, you can just basically insert potential pandemic and and into what we're saying here. The, the information is just as timely. Uh, and then I give you links to my end time preparedness prepper mega study, part one, two, and three. Uh, it's kind of a comprehensive study on... on End time preparedness and prepper, things that you might want to have on hand, things of this nature, and then the PDF for that as well. Uh, give you a link to the mild silver protein, uh, the website dr-johnson.com, and then I also give you my present, my link to my presentation, colloidal silver, mild silver protein, its uses and its history. It's good to understand the history of what mild silver protein, and which basically this was what was originally used and studied going back into the 30s okay it was mild silver protein it wasn't what we commonly refer to today now is colloidal silver which is actually typically ionic silver which is totally different than true colloidal silver and i, I get into the differences there uh so uh that that is something that you might want to avail yourself to i still am running the special on the silver if you choose to buy through me um, personally, you can just email me and, uh, I'll send you the special there. And, uh, it's, it's the best prices on the, you'll find on the mild silver protein. Uh, other things, I'm just going to go over a few things now that, that I've kind of, um, done kind of revamping my product line, not really revamping, but adding to bringing some products in that I've had a lot of demand for in the past. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to bring this stuff in, and then I'll just make a brief announcement so people will kind of be aware. I've brought some more. I've brought, I don't know, five or six veterinary line products in for uh, their Whole Foods Standard Process veterinary line. And um, Standard Process has come out with a few new ones lately, which are pretty cool. Uh, the and I'll just go over these real quick. The... Uh, First one is an Antronex for pets. And the, the one thing I didn't like about Standard Process's product line before regarding this is they were really expensive. It was more expensive than the human products. I mean, a lot. So I didn't really say a lot about them in the past because they were kind of, they, they still have that line. And yes, it's, it's very expensive. But these products are new and they come in 90 count bottles and they're much more reasonable. They've got an Antronex for pets, which basically Antronex is one of the primary products I use for any kind of allergy. So if you had environmental allergies, the allergies where you're itching skin, um, even food, this is the product I would give. And it's for it's for cats, it's for uh, dogs. It's not, you know, species specific. So I've got that. They introduced that one. It's only twelve bucks for a ninety count bottle. They've got a biodent now for pets. Now I've had a sold more biodent lately than about any other product. Whatever they're doing, they're really going after our teeth. It seems like I've had more inquiries about people with cavities, about people. I've even had some teeth issues as of late, and I mean I couldn't even, you know, I've had like unbelievable teeth my whole life. So whatever they're doing on either electromagnetic electromagnetic frequency range slash Whatever they're doing to the food supply, to the chemtrails, who knows? It's probably a combination. It seems to really be going after a lot of um, people are having a lot of problem with their teeth. So they have a biodent now for pets. 
It's a 90 count bottle, it's only 10 bucks. And then a Thymex, it's called v, VF Thymex for pets, and that would be the primary product for the immune system. And they've got other, like I've got a canine whole body, which is like a canine uh, multivitamin. For a dog, there's a canine, one for a cat, or a feline for the cat. There's one for the skin and that type of stuff. I give you a, uh, you can go up to standardprocess.com and just key in, and you'll click on products and go to veterinary line, and they've got a whole list of all the products. I don't have all of them, but I can order them. So anyway, um, those, I just wanted to kind of cover those really quick. Uh, I've just brought in this product called Inflama Complete from Innate Response Formulas. My two married product lines, my whole food product lines are Innate Response Formulas and Standard Process. Those are the two. And this is a probably about the best one I've seen, especially for the money, for inflammation. It's an anti-inflammatory. It's like a whole food anti-inflammatory. Turmeric is the first ingredient, and then it's got a food state cranberry. Evidently, cranberry is very highly anti-inflammatory. Ginger, uh, another highly anti-inflammatory. Holy basil, black cherry extract, and uh, bioperine black pepper fruit. And so I brought that one in as an anti-inflammatory. And uh, I've had boswellia from Mediherb. Uh, thing with Mediherb is, is theirs are, well, Innate's expensive too, though, but Mediherb seems to be the top of the heap as far as just expense goes. Boswell is an excellent product by Mediherb too. Those, I would say, would be my two best anti-inflammatories right now. Inflammation is another big thing that a lot of people are suffering with, just pain and that type of thing. One of the things I have found that is very economical that you can do is organic, first-pressed castor oil. If you have pain anywhere in the body, use that first. I mean, a good massage into the muscle belly and then and then putting on the cat. Now, the castor oil doesn't like to absorb in very well. It's, it's very thick. It's viscous. I'll normally cut it with another oil. But I'm telling you, that stuff has a tremendous effect on joint, joint aches and pain. And um, I was actually developing a heel spur in my left foot. And, and um, I find that if I do the FOSS food by standard process topically with uh, the castor oil topically, I mean, it's, it's almost gone. I had been messing with this thing for over a year now. And... Um, I found alternating castor oil and FOSS food by standard process. Just, it's gone. And I don't even have any pain anymore. So I really believe that's, that's something you can add into any protocol that's going to be very, very cost effective. Uh, I am still running the Silver Special. I, I, I kind of already mentioned that. But what I've done with the Silver Special is I've extended it to 5,000 part per million, 57 part per per million ES, the 10,000 part per million, and the 107 ES. I have all those strengths now, and, well, it's $5 less per bottle for the 5,000 than you're going to pay online, plus it's free shipping in the United States. That's going to save you, let's save you about 20 bucks if you ordered one bottle of 5,000, as opposed to ordering it off my website, which goes to the factory. Um, the factory charges outrageous prices for shipping. I don't have any control over that, but I give you free shipping on any strength over 5,000. The 5,700 is normally 170 a bottle. I'm charging 160 plus free shipping. And then um, on the 10,000, 
Normally it's $230 a bottle. Online, I'm charging $220, which is $10 less. And $200 a bottle for six or more bottles plus free shipping. So that's, wow, that's a lot. It's a lot less money. Uh, it's $20 per saving per bottle if you buy six or more on the 10000 And then on the 10-7, it's normally $260 online. And I'm charging $245. So it's $15 saving per bottle. They don't give quantity discounts on the ES products on the 10007 or the 5700 ES. The factory doesn't, and they so they advise me not to. So I kind of have to go by their guidelines. But I my prices are way better. Plus, I get free shipping. So anyway, I just want to run over that real quick. Um, also... Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. I didn't do a study. I was planning on doing a study. I meant to mention this before. But evidently, I contracted the norovirus. Now, I wasn't real familiar with the norovirus. I mean, I'm, all I do all day long is research, but you just can't know everything about everything. And um, I didn't know I had it. I thought I had food poisoning. And um, basically, it starts out by like for no reason kind of like no reason at all you start throwing up with severe diarrhea it's really bad it's very very unfun and it's like i'm thinking okay i got food poisoning how did i get food poisoning what is this and so i started taking all my stuff for food poisoning activated charcoal colocol 2 all this stuff it's not doing anything i'm just throwing it right back up i'm like this is weird this doesn't normally happen i'm doing what they call pepsin to calm my stomach down. I'm in total agony. And then I realized about halfway through what I had. And I started on the silver and it started getting better right away. I wish I would have done the silver prior to this because I probably could have prevented it at all. And I mean the high part per million silver. Because it, I think that would have knocked it out it's a virus it would have knocked it out but i didn't even start it until it had already been in my system for like a day or day and a half so it's not going to work <laughs> obviously i did the choline i thought i had food poisoning choline to purge the poisons out of the liver and the intestinal tract that didn't work and so it was about three days of real agony i'm still not 100 percent. i mean that stuff it takes a long long time to fully just get over it and where you feel 100 percent. and so um, if you just, and it's, it's a winter time virus. It, it occurs in the winter, kills about, I think it was like 2 million people a year worldwide. Hits a lot with third world countries. Evidently it's, it's a lot more lethal there because they're, they get dehydrated. They don't have the ability to, I don't know, combat it as well. And, uh, so it's, it's really, really bad news, that stuff. So if you, if you ever, especially during the winter, just start all of a sudden, um, throwing up and having severe diarrhea and headaches and this type of stuff and feverish for apparently no reason think norovirus and i would at that point get on the silvers hold it in your mouth for as long as you can to get that sublingual absorption into the bloodstream because you might not be able to hold it down you know so um and then one other thing i brought into my product line is a uh I went over the essential oils I brought in recently, but they this essential oil companies has a lime deodorant and it's really good, and it actually um, 
it has alcohol in it, but it's not propylene, pro, isopropyl alcohol. Anything, when you read a label, anything with prop or meth in the ingredient list, just think cancer-causing. Okay, so that was my main concern with the, with the deodorant. And um, the deodorant, they're actually using grain alcohol, which is what you want. You want grain alcohol if you're going to use it um, on the body. Okay, the isopropyl is not good because it is it is actually cancer causing. Okay, so just to go over it, no parabens, no chemical preservatives, no petroleum ingredients, no aluminum oxide. That's a big one. They'll put aluminum in these, uh, even the natural deodorants. And aluminum, you put it underneath your arms, and guess what? That's one of the most highly absorbable parts of your body. So this is why you want to make sure whatever deodorant you're using is not full of chemicals. If you go to the store and you're using that garbage in the stores, you're just begging for cancer. Women, you're begging for breast cancer because that's your axillary nodes, that's your lymph nodes that's going straight into those and then you have the lymph nodes around the breast, you're asking for cancer. Um, no artificial, no animal ingredients, no artificial colors, non-aerosol, stain-free, no white residue, environmentally friendly, biodegradable, long-lasting, non-greasy, pleasant citrus scent. Its ingredients are Amarita essential oil blend, which is the line that I just brought in. It's lime, peppermint, and Siberian fir. Filtered water, alcohol, and the alcohol is grain. Even though it doesn't say it on the label, I went and checked online. It's grain alcohol and glycerin, vegetable glycerin. That's it. Four ounces. I don't know. What does it cost here? Four ounces for seven bucks. So, yeah, I brought that in. Because I've had a lot of requests on that over the years. And I'm like, well, why not? I mean, you know, it's something that I get a lot of questions about. And, you know, why not bring it in? So, okay, next report. Oh, how much? Where am I on time here? Yeah. Polio vaccine campaign in India has caused a 12-fold increase in deadly paralysis condition. The mainstream media has been busily hailing the supposed success of India's polio vaccine campaign over the last few years with many news outlets now claiming that the disease has fully been eradicated throughout the country, but what these misinformation puppets are failing to disclose is the fact that the cases of non-polio acid acute flaccid paralysis, or NPAFP, uh, a much more serious condition than that caused by polio, have skyrocketed as a result of the vaccine's widespread administration. So, whatever, again, it's like GM, those GM mosquitoes, Bill Gates released, for whatever lame reason he excused, the actual outcome, the actual result of what those GM mosquitoes are doing is far worse than any mosquito problem they ever had in Brazil in the past. Far worse. All by design. Satanic mission accomplished. A recent report published in the Indian Journal of Medical Ethics explains that clinically NPAFP, or this non-polio acute flaccid paralysis, is indistinguishable from polio paralysis. But according to the Office of Medical and Science Justice, NPAFP is twice as deadly as polio paralysis, and yet was not even an issue in India prior to the rollout of the massive polio vaccine campaigns. In 2011, for instance, the year in which India was declared to be polio-free, there were 47,500 known cases of NPAFP. Uh, with, so they were supposedly polio-free in 2011, 
Well, other than the 47,500 cases of MPAFP, which is a shockingly high figure under the circumstances, meaning these are the ones that got vaccinated with the polio vaccine. They developed this thing that's way worse than polio from the polio vaccine. And based on data collected from the India's National Polio Surveillance Project, cases of NPAFP across India rose dramatically in direct proportion to the number of polio vaccines administered. Mission accomplished. Which suggests that the vaccines were responsible for spurring the rapid spread of this deadly condition. Similarly, cases of vaccine-associated paralysis, a condition which is paralyzed in which paralytic symptoms similar to or identical to those caused by the wild type of polio manifest themselves following the administration of polio vaccines are also on the rise. Not only are the paralysis symptoms associated with MPAFP and VAPP typically far worse than those brought on by the wild type polio, but they can also accompany other negative side effects, including neurological damage. Far from being a success, in other words, India's polio vaccine campaign appears to have induced a new epidemic of a much worse type of polio-related paralysis that is even more deadly than the first one. And based on the figures, overall rates of NPAFP are particularly, in particular, are now 12 times higher in India following the polio vaccine campaigns, with some areas of the country reporting rates as elevated as 35 times higher. Not 35% higher. 35 times. So that would be 3,500% greater. According to the IGME report, the entire polio vaccine scam in India was spawned from initial grants made by Bill and Melinda Gates. Two devils that really the body of Christ should literally be praying against. Look at all the wicked evil that has spawned from these vessels of Satan. So th these initial grants made by Bill and Melinda Gates and various other groups that claim the program would eventually pay off. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's paid off well. But the overall cost once India started paying for the program quickly ballooned to more than 100 times the initial investment amount with more than $2.5 billion in counting still being funneled into it. Um, the Indian government had to fund this hugely expensive program, which cost the country 100 times more than the value of the initial grant, write the authors. From India's perspective, the exercise has been extremely costly, both in terms of human suffering and in monetary terms. It is tempting to speculate what could have been achieved if the $2.5 billion spent on attempting to eradicate polio were spent on water and sanitation and routine immunization. Well, I don't agree with the routine immunization, but that's what they were saying. Ugh, I mean, just criminal, satanic behavior everywhere you look. Now, I give you some resources here regarding the subject uh, vaccine exemption forms. I'll give you a link to that. Um, here's another one, find a compassionate doctor to help present vaccine injuries. There's a link to that. Get a lot of questions about these. I also have another file on the legal remedies, but these are just some ones in this particular thing. And then National Vaccine Law Information Center, state immunization exemption laws, which are ever-changing. And then the Liberty Council, which is a legal Christian legal firm that actually um, represents these types of cases. Matt Staver is their main attorney. I actually, his sister was my patient when I was in Fort Myers for a while. 
uh, I think for a car accident case. Anyway, and then um, the next link is how to legally avoid unwanted vaccinations and immunizations of all kind by Dr. Mercola. And then this one, um, people ask me, what do you do for vaccine injury? Well, if I could just do one thing, probably be this product. It's called NDF+. Plus. I don't have anything to gain. I don't sell it, but the, the website, bioray.com, B-I-O-R-A-Y.com, um, would be a really good one to do if you're going to just do one thing. If I could recommend one product to my patients in regard to dealing with the aftermath of vaccinations, particularly in children, and also heavy metal exposure and mercury, amalgam dental fillings, this would be a good one. Particularly for vaccines, they have a lot of before and after stuff they've done with autistic children and things like that, and it's impressive. Um, the NDF Plus, and they also have a product called Liver Life, and it's a little bit better too because if you're dealing with children, it, they're both liquids. They're expensive, okay, uh, but they're both liquids, and they've got a lot of good research. I give you the links there to the products you can click on. Uh, let me see what I'm doing on time here. Okay. Had a question. What would be the best freeze-dried food company to deal with? My answer. Regarding your question, uh, it was a question uh, from a listener of mine, Gary. I said, regarding your question, I would recommend the Legacy Freeze-Dried Foods. Again, I have nothing to gain by telling you this. I don't have any vested interest in the company. But from what I'm seeing, it looks like they've got the best overall deal out there. Uh, there's a little video you can watch at this link. They go over... A lot of the scams that go on in the freeze-dried food industry. Uh, for the money and the fact that they are all non-GMO, I don't think this company can be beaten. Now, they're not organic. But listen, in today's day and age, if you can at least get non-GMO, um, yes, organic's the best. But organic freeze-dried food is so expensive. And the problem I've run into with it is that if you can even find it, they don't have a very big selection. And it's outrageously expensive. At least if you could get non-GMO, okay? I'm trying to give a happy medium here so that's, you know, hopefully it will be more affordable. Um, I just posted this. It says, why buy Legacy Premium Freeze-Dried Fruit? Freeze-Dried, ready meals, free and fast shipping, bigger servings. Uh, lowest price per calorie, lowest price per pound. They, they go with this little video shows you how they scam a lot with serving sizes and how this company does not do that. 25-year shelf life. That's pretty hard to beat. Voted best tasting, non-GMO, made in the USA, um, and huge meal variety. So pretty hard to beat. Now, again, there's another alternative, and I just posted this from uh, naturalnews.com, 100% organic, non-GMO, non-China, freeze-dried fruits and some vegetables. But the selection is infinitely smaller. It's a tiny amount of products they actually have. And they're, you know, it, it's hard to buy in bulk. You know, And if you're going to buy for the most cost-effective, buying in bulk is, is the best way to go. Um, I think I'm about out of time here. Yeah, I'm going to end part one here, and we will go to part two next.